Hey, I'm Johnny. And I'm Kay. And welcome to the Sample Cupboard, the place tucked away from the hustle and bustle where we come to have a chat about whatever's on your mind. Whether it's celebrating a little win from the last week to discussing something more long term. What happens in the Sample Cupboard stays in the Sample Cupboard. So grab a drink, get comfy and close the door behind you as we prepare to sample life's ups and downs in all their glory. Yeah, we're back in the sample cupboard, week two already. Can you believe it? I know. It feels a bit surreal, to be honest. I know, I know. I can't believe we're back already. How have you been, though? I've been good. Um, I feel, like, just overwhelmed with how many people gave us so much nice feedback about the first episode. To have it out and to have had the response that we've had is, like insane i feel so pleased with it and so so proud and so grateful that everybody has really got on board and loved it so thank you everybody for showing so much support how's your week been otherwise what have you been up to um it's been a bit crazy so um just within my job i've launched like a new like spring summer collection so that's been taking up all my time um and i've actually been trying to go for a run every night but the snow has prohibited that which is a bit sad <laughs> it's just not meant to be <laughs> yeah, it's like extreme extreme running in the snow just imagine you with like sonic the hedgehog shoes like sprinting over the ice <laughs> <laughs> like the ones they use for rock climbing oh yeah it's been good really? how has your week been we've made it to hump day yeah we made it to hump day thank gosh it's been busy um you know i'm still on the job hunt so still got that going on um that does take up a lot of time it really does like it's so surprising because you sort of you don't feel like you've accomplished that much sometimes when you've when you've completed a day or you get to the end of the day and you think well I've only sent off like two applications but to get to those applications you've had to look for the job itself organize your cv write a cover letter potentially do some sort of a portfolio so yeah it's been that's taken up quite a lot of time I guess and you know, seven days isn't a long time when they actually tie it up. And at the moment, I was just saying this to my friend earlier, these days at the moment just seem to blend. Like I have to keep checking my calendar every day to figure out what day we're actually on and whether whether I can actually call somebody in an office or if I'm just going to get put through to voicemail because it's Sunday. Yeah, I know. The weekends just blur into one now, don't they? Yeah. So talking about running though, I've I've had to stop running for the next couple of weeks because I hurt my knee. I ran out in the rain and slipped in the mud <laughs> and now my knee is fucked and I have to wait for two weeks for it to get better. So I've just been doing my little home workouts. You're not missing anything. It's really hard to run in the snow. I keep slipping over. I must look like a sight for sore eyes. Like Phoebe from Friends running. That's literally me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when we're allowed, we should go for a run together and just experience that feeling of running and not giving a shit about what anyone thinks yeah but also you are like double my height so you'd just be miles ahead of me maybe i have to like attach you to my waist on a little rope and just like pull you along or we could do you see when um people have their kids in like a push chair doing the run i can sit you in a little push chair <laughs> we could take it in turns that'd be fun <laughs> oh i'd love that to both of us in the like trailer episode 
but we thought this week it'd be quite nice for you to get to know us a little bit more. So we asked you for some questions on our personal Instagram accounts and we've got them all ready to answer for you later on in the episode. And we've got some quick fire questions that we've thought of ourselves and we thought we'd do like a little Q&A episode this week. Um, but before we do that, we wanted to go into a new little section that we wanted to call or at least allude to thought of the week. Think of it almost like an overthinker's hotline. Like, I don't know, just like anything that's kind of come into our head and we thought this would be quite a good discussion. Random thoughts do pop into your head and they kind of consume you for the whole day. So we thought it'd be really nice to share those because uh, they can be quite entertaining, can't they, babe? So I was watching Bridgerton the other night. I've actually never watched it before. And I just couldn't get out of my head and I just couldn't focus on the rest of the episode. It's basically about, you know, those quills, like the pens, the quill pens, feather pens. (laughs) How do they take them from A to B? They're quite big. Like, is there different sizes of different quills? Or are they just already at the place that they need to write or do they have like a quill transporter like is there some something for them to put them in (laughs) and then I was like what birds do they use it must have to be quite a big bird but then could they use like a pigeon for it to be smaller in like a pocket pen you know I like all these thoughts are actually going through my head oh my god it's so relevant though because some of the ones on Bridgerton are huge back in sort of in the days before laptops and phones where you could make notes for yourself You'd see people with pens in the top pocket. Yeah, but not quills. If you had a quill in your front pocket, it would it would tickle your nose. Yeah, that's it. So how? So so did they used to? I'm sure that they must have maybe carried them themselves, but maybe they had to have like a crossbody situation, like a Yeezy kind of little nice leather crafted. Yeah, like a nice leather crafted. It would have been sick because it was like handmade in the 1700s or whatever. It would have been amazing. <laughs> I don't think so. I would want like an ostrich leather crossbody for an ostrich quill pen. I just quite like the idea of an exposed feather, but then if like you're out in the rain on your on the way somewhere, it's just that soggy pen. If you've ever worn feathers in the rain, then you'll know. Absolutely ruined. Yeah, as I was watching it, I, I, all I could think about was these pens, and maybe they are just for like, are they for wealthier people, like the people in Bridgerton? Is that a thing? Like maybe the bigger ones for the wealthier people. And the pigeons. The pigeon one is for the paupers. But would the paupers have even been able to write? Oh, that's true, actually. Because if you contextually, if we think back, people who only the people who could afford to would have been going going to school back then. Now I've just thought of another question. Like, did Shakespeare use a quill? <laughs> because he was always on the go, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he'd have had the biggest quill. Shakespeare's quill would have been huge. He must have had a massive fuck-off quill. Big quill energy. BQE. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do some Googling to get to the bottom of this. I'll report back next week with my findings. If any of you have any updates or if any of you are quill experts or anybody got any experience in medieval... Uh, Regency writing skills, then let us know. So then, quick fire round, quick fire questions. Oh my God, I'm really nervous about this. Favourite TV series? Desperate Housewives. What's yours? I actually don't know what 
mine is. Oh my god, Queen of the South, I've just finished it and I'm obsessed. Okay, favourite food? Lasagna. Classic. And probably a bit basic in some people's eyes, but you cannot beat a good lasagna. I do love lasagna. I think mine's Mexican food, anything Mexican. Oh yeah, yeah. We love a good Mexican. What's your standard coffee order? Again, really basic, but black Americano. Or, if they have it, a long black. Um, It's basically an Americano, but with less water, so it's stronger. So I like a strong, short black. Short black coffee. But they call it a long black in Europe. This is a very quick fire. (laughs) Morning or night? Night. I'm really not a morning person. What about you? You're an early riser, aren't you? I am. I am now. I'm not very good when it's early hours. I don't think we've seen each other in the morning, unless we're hungover, which no one's one's all right. Okay, favourite season of the year? I love autumn. Autumn for me, I think is the most, like, colourful and and nice. I don't know where mine is. Maybe spring because of the lambs. I do love spring, yeah, and I'm a spring baby as well. Okay, favourite artist or band? Jessie Ware, because... I think I am probably like the most obsessed with her that I am with any other artist. And because she's so multifaceted, I think because she's got the podcast, she's got the album, you know, she's just got it. She's on Drag Race next week. What about you? Ah, Sam Smith. I fucking love Sam Smith. First concert. Pink. She was incredible. And she's like an acrobat as well. Mine was Alicia Keys. Um, okay, most used emoji. At the moment, it's the side eye. I've just done it as if people can see. <laughs> What's yours? Mine is the laughing, crying face, but the straight on one. I can't get on board with the angled one. I think that's too much, where it's like literally rolling on the floor laughing. Hashtag ruffle. <laughs> I'm surprised yours isn't the aubergine, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was at the moment, Han. Hidden talent. Slash random fact. I can do a fucking brilliant impression of Shakira. Some people actually know me as Shakira. Give us a little snippet. No, I can't. The people <laughs> want to hear it. You know what? I can only really do it after some Dutch courage, after a few drinks. What's yours? A lot of people don't know this, but I can play the piano. I thought you were going to say steel pans. That's why I put the question in. I mean, yes, also steel pans as well. <laughs> You are so multi-talented, but did you get fully involved when people were like banging their pots and pans on a Thursday night for a clap for the carers? I was the first person on my street to get the pan out. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna. I thought that was a Vici. I was like, wow, you can do a Vici on the steel pans. <laughs> and then last but not least, favourite item in your wardrobe? I know, it's a, it's a coat actually. From Misguided, but my friend Ree is one of the buyers for them and designed it. And it's my favourite thing. It's so nice. Mine is, I've got a Burberry shirt and I actually bought it the day I came to see you in London. Um, Yes, and we made for heaters. (laughs) Yeah, that was the day. Um, I don't wear it all that much because it's quite summery. It's very patterned, like short sleeve, camp collar number. But I was... Just on a day out on my own shopping um, and it was coming to the end of my internship. 
So I went to Selfridges and I ended up buying this shirt. I like, didn't plan to really, but bought it. And I remember coming to yours with it in the bag and just feeling like, oh my God, what have I just done? How much money have I just spent? And you were like, no, babe, it's like so good that you've been able to spend your money on this. It's like a signpost. You were like proper talking me into it. <laughs> but I'm so glad I did keep it because I love it. You were gonna you were gonna start by asking me some questions, but I haven't I don't know which ones you're gonna ask me, so this could be quite fun. Um and yeah, just to reiterate, these are questions that were asked on the poll that we put on our personal Instagrams. Yeah, we did a little ask us anything and boy oh boy did people ask us anything. We're gonna try and keep it PG for this episode, but maybe we'll do a what's the word? An R-rated QA. That would be fun. I'd definitely have to have a tequila for that one, 100%. I've got a few questions here that I've taken from from what was people asked you. This is a nice one. Do you still get involved in performing arts? Oh, yeah, this is a nice one, and I know who asked this one. Um, it's my friend Georgie. Um, I do try and get involved in performing arts, to answer the question, but obviously with everything being as it is, I haven't been able to for the last year. Mm. Um, when did I see you in the show was that the last thing you were in that was literally a year ago this month it was a view from the bridge at like our local theatre um so it wasn't necessarily the musicals that I have been involved in this was much more of a serious play it's a tragedy deals with homophobia poverty uh immigration and a lot of issues you were playing quite an anti-gay character weren't you yeah yeah which was quite interesting actually to play it but yes, I do want to get back involved when I can. Um, I really miss it. Really, really miss it. Okay, so if we weren't in lockdown, what would you be doing this weekend? What would I be doing this weekend? Um, interesting question, because if we weren't in lockdown, I might not be at home. So I could be somewhere very different. But a typical weekend for me would probably involve seeing friends, um, and I mean in a group inside, <laughs> drinking lots and having a good time. Um, I quite like travelling up to Leeds, where I went to uni. I, so, yeah, I'd probably be like travelling to see a friend somewhere in the UK, whether that was London or Leeds or Cambridge, um, having a little party weekend. Oh, yeah. Imagine if we weren't in lockdown right now. It's a weird thought. Like, I can't even remember what I did before. Oh, literally. I know. I'm trying to think of, like, things we could do that I haven't done. Like, just go shopping. Or, like, you know, just being in a bar or a restaurant without a mask on, sitting close to people and, like, talking to randomers, having fun. I can't wait for the first bottomless brunch. Like, I actually was saying to one of my friends the other day, I don't even think I'm going to need bottomless. I can just buy... Like, I will literally need two glasses of Prosecco and I will be bottomless. Yeah. Just give me one and a porn star martini. No, cancel that. Give me an espresso martini. I need this. I mean, actually, I've been making espresso martinis at home and might I say, I'm quite pleased with them. But I am just ready for somebody to fucking make it for me and clean up after me. <laughs> it's not the same when you've got to clean out the strainer. So this kind of relates to what you just said about travelling places. But somebody asked, can you see yourself living in one place or do you want to travel? Mm, this is an interesting one. I definitely think at the moment I want to travel. 
I don't see myself really settling anytime soon. I'm quite open to living in new places, seeing new parts of the world um, and just sort of seeing where that will take me, I guess. I think it's quite nice to be in that position. Would your answer have been different of that if it wasn't lockdown, do you think? Do you think lockdown's made you want to go out and see more places more? Because I know for me, it definitely, it's definitely crossed my mind. Yeah, no, that's interesting, actually, to frame it like that. I think it would still be the same. I think it would, I'd still want to travel. I think when I left uni, I knew that I wanted to, like, live abroad. I wanted to go to Europe and work in Europe. I want to try and work in America. Like, I'd love to live in New York. You've got a few questions about Drag Race. What are your Drag Race predictions? Is it season 13 now? So we're on season 13 of the American series, season two of the UK series, and they're both airing at exactly the same time, which is confusing as fuck. I'm obsessed, so it's not hard for me to flip between the two, but when I'm talking about them, it's really difficult for me to like envisage the lineup sometimes. I'll start, yeah, I'll start with the UK one. Um, it's getting really juicy. And what I love about the UK one versus the American one is the variety of the queens. I think in America, there's a very specific style of drag. My predictions, what is that, like a top three? Do you think a top three? Yeah, let's say finalists, because that was another question. I've kind of intertwined a few questions with that one. Okay, so I think my top three will be for the UK one, or what I want to be top three. Bimini, who I've been gunning for since the beginning. I think she's incredible. And I really don't think she's had a chance to fully showcase her talent yet. Um, If you've watched Last Thursdays, you'll see that she does get to showcase a little bit more, but I still think she's got more to give, but I just love her. I also think Tace, because I think she's really good as well. And more and more, as the weeks go by, we're seeing more personality. We're seeing more goop, gag and gumption from her. And she's just really funny. And my final one, this is Contro, this is Contro, but I would love to see Tia Coffee go all the way because I think, I think she's got what it takes. She just needs to realise it. And I really want her to realise it. I'm yet to watch this season, but I was so like, I just thought, oh, I'm not going to enjoy it. It's not going to be my thing. I was hooked within like one episode. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. I need to watch them all. I think what's nice about it is that it's like, it combines so many creative things. Like it combines fashion. It's like a, like a America's Next Top Model, runway, fashion challenge. And then there's lots of like cultural references because they have to like sing and dance and act. Like it's obviously, if you're not into any of that, then it's definitely not going to be for you. But I do think it's interesting and it's, it's comedy as well. Like, it's quite funny. And so the American one, sorry, we're talking about this for ages. um, That's also getting quite juicy. There's a definite divide happening between the queens, which I'm not happy about. But Olivia got Mick and love Utica. I really think she's been slept on and she needs to be recognised for what she is because she's a talented queen. But Olivia slayed the disco week. I could not. I could not breathe. So we spoke about it a little bit in episode one that you have lived in both London and Leeds. So what's your overall experience of living in London? I definitely loved it. And I've said this in last week's episode, I'd go back in a heartbeat. Um, There was also parts of it that I maybe wasn't quite prepared for. Um, Like it can be quite lonely at times. 
Um, and I think because it's such a busy place and everybody is going at 200 miles an hour, the, the company that I was working for at the time, the friends that I was around, we were all like so excited to be there. And so immersed in this like working culture, which is fab and so much fun, but it's very easy to get swept up in that. So I think it's definitely something you should do and go for if you really want to try it. It's so fun as well, working like in a creative industry and all being in it together. Um, it's tough, but it's really fun. So much fun. Somebody has asked, what are your career goals or aspirations? Oh, this, this one always stumps me because I feel like it changes every day. Like I have a new a new goal that I set for myself or a new idea of where I want to be. I've always wanted to work in sort of like managerial level. Like I've always wanted to be at the top of something, whether that's um, the top of a company or uh, having my own company. I would always, I've always kind of thought that that's where I'd want to be. But then there's also the flip side where I'd love to like do what Claudia Winkleman does. <laughs> <laughs> did that take you by surprise it did to be honest I love her right I love her presenting and doing that sort of thing would be so much fun and you know who I ha- who I'm also quite obsessed with who was a stylist but went into presenting Angela Scanlon I didn't know she was a stylist yeah she was a stylist before she was a presenter and I think the theatre acting side of me is really interested in that whole broadcasting presenting side. So that's also something I'd quite like to aim for and and achieve at some point, you know. They're really good answers. Um, To finish it off, I really liked this one. Somebody asked, what is your ritual for staying, or rituals for staying happy slash motivated and keeping busy in lockdown? How are you, like, filling your days? I love this one. I think Jess asked this one, my friend Jess. um, She's amazing. It's a really good one, because I think we've all had to focus on that a lot more, you know, at present. Every day I wake up and I do, like, a little five-minute yoga flow. It's just a really simple stretches, but I find that it just gets me moving, gets the, like, blood pumping. Um, It's not intense, and it kind of just helps to wake me up. Yeah, I do that, like, when I get up and when I go to bed. Um... I try and get outside when it's sunny. I find that the things that I've been doing and the things that I've latched onto are really simple, small things that at face value you probably don't think that much about, but they've just really helped me to focus on on something and say to myself, I'm just going to do this for five minutes just to like ground myself and recenter. And um, in the long term, this is going to help me to to feel better. I think it's good to have little things that you like to do every day, especially when, um, like when I wasn't in work, it was really hard to get a routine together when you actually can create your own. So it's so good that you've got that and you're getting up and doing that. I think definitely there's a lot to be said for doing something regularly every day. Just having that reason to, you know, get out of bed almost or having that little moment five minutes before you do go to bed where you say, right, this is bedtime now. I'm going to chill out and forget about everything that's happened in the day. Also, it's quite good, isn't it, to have, like, if you do one same, the same thing, kind of, you set your routine for every day, it's something to tick off that you've actually accomplished in that day if your day's not full of that many things on paper. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I do my to-do list every night for the next day when I'm in bed. I have it on my phone in my notes app. And at the top of my to-do list is, um, 
is the same three things every day. It's gratitude. So when I wake up, I just say, oh, thank you for getting me through the night. Like, I'm grateful to be awake for another day. Um, It's just like a little thing that I've heard a lot of people speaking about. Angela Scanlon is a pioneer of this. But just waking up and reminding yourself that you've made it through the night, you are awake to live another day. And that in itself is something to be really grateful for. I feel like that crying frog emoji, like I'm a bit emotional that. How lovely. I know it is. And I think, you know, there'd be some people that would be like, oh, fucking hell, it's like really arty farty, really spiritual. But it's really important to remind yourself that, I think. And it's it's something that's helped me for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's the gratitude. And then it's just a little quote that I like to say to myself. You, it's, It goes like this you can do this you have done it you've survived it you'll do it again go forth and rise that that answers my final question as well what was a quote that you live by it's just it was me sitting down and going what would I want to hear from someone else in this moment and it uh, why can't I say that to myself every day amazing and then stretch or move is just in there so it's like whether that's a workout whether that's a yoga flow whether that's just doing a dance in my room for three and a half minutes. I don't know, RuPaul is a favourite. I like doing lip sync for my life in the mirror. Um, Obviously when nobody's watching. But it's those same three things every day. And I think just being able to tick those three things off, if nothing else, is like, yeah, you've given it a go. And it helps to kind of keep me motivated. Yeah. That's enough of me talking, enough of me answering the question. So I'm going to go through them quite randomly. But there's some, there's a nice mix of longer ones, shorter ones. Who are your inspirations? I look up to different people in my life for different things. Um, the first person's my nan, because I think she's just the best woman ever. And I'm always like, she's 90, she turned 90 last week. I'm like, if she has made it through all this shit, like, if she's done it, then I can do it. And then just like, I'm so inspired by really, like, powerful people in their careers like especially like female leaders female bosses just like people who are smashing it people who are passionate um that's what kind of motivates me to to be like that yeah yeah good answer if you I'm gonna push if you had to pick one like one that comes to mind now who can you name drop well I mean a really good all-rounder is Rihanna because she's fucking smashed her career in terms of music she's diversified into obviously Fenty Beauty Savage Fenty she's just incredible I'm obsessed with JLo I mean these are all music artists but they're also oh my god yeah but they're also very much icons in their own right like JLo is a fashion icon like she's walked for Versace she recently did the comeback for that yes I love that you know she's and she's pioneered Latina music Walker's another one, um, who is the founder of House of CB. Some good answers there, babe. Thanks. So, on a similar note then, do you have any fashion icons? That's... I don't have, like, one specific person, to be honest. I don't really look at celebrities for inspiration on on what I, how I would dress, but I can appreciate it. Like, I love any of the red carpet events. I love seeing what people have worn. Um... But I feel like my normal dress sense, I normally just, I love Pinterest. I love um, like Copenhagen, Berlin, different like style diaries on that. Um, People that I see on Instagram. 
you've got broad references there and a broad reference part. And I think that's really nice, actually, because it means you can vary it and you can switch things up. You're not pigeonholed to one sort of look. Talk to us about your piercings. <laughs> My piercings. I didn't know if this is a joke question or not. Thanks. Thanks for <laughs> this one. I always think it's an interesting one, though. What do you want me to talk to you about? I've got quite a few, to be fair. How many have you got? I've probably got maybe nine on my ears. I did have my nose pierced, actually, at one point in my life as well. Oh, my God, yeah, we had the same. Um, okay, have you got any skincare faves? Oh, I'm obsessed with the Ordinary. I use the Niacinamide day and night. It's incredible. And then I use a CeraVe cleanser, salicylic acid cleanser in day and night as well. And a moisturiser. I'm pretty simple with what I do. And SPF. Yeah, SPF. What's the SPF you use? I use an ordinary one, but it's a little bit white, like white cast. So I'm on the hunt, hunt for a new. Ah, uh, okay. I use Glossier. They've got their SPF and I can't remember what it's called, but it's, oh, it's so good. I think you asked me a similar question to this. What is your dream job? This is actually really difficult. Um, because like you said, it, my answer to this also changes. Like I said last week, I always knew that I wanted to be a buyer. And I actually, apart from when I interned, I haven't worked directly in buying. I kind of felt like being in the head office and stuff, in the jobs I've done, I almost was around it. And not that I'd accomplished it, but I was like, maybe I want to set my goalpost somewhere else. Um, I'd love to have my own successful business, but I don't know what that would be in. In the, new, in the job that I've just got, in marketing, I've never worked in marketing before, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, so something down that route or 360 it we both said we really are interested in like presenting and that sort of broadcasting side of things um, and I can talk the back legs off a donkey so I don't think <laughs> have any trouble there <laughs> I've never heard that saying before <laughs> talk the back legs off a donkey what? Johnny this is like when Alexandra Burke introduced elephant in the room and thought she'd brought it to the UK babe <laughs> No, I've never heard that, but I'm going to use it. Wow. Okay, this is a good one. How was living in London and where would you recommend to eat out? So it's a kind of two-part question then, really. Talk to us. There's been a few questions about London, so I guess kind of summarise what you enjoyed about it. I know we did speak about this a little bit, but some of the questions have really been orientated on that. There's also one, is it expensive? Does it feel like a mini New York? So I'll start, I don't even know where to start with this one. So I always knew I wanted to move to London. I was actually born in Watford. So I spent quite a lot of, um, like my childhood, we'd always go into London and I just loved it. So I always knew, when I knew I wanted to do fashion, I thought I have to go to the city. So I always knew I was going to eventually move there. So when I finally got there, it was literally like all my Christmases had come at once. Um, I absolutely loved living there. I loved every bit of it, apart from how expensive it was. Because I went to uni there, I spent quite a lot of my time there working um, and not getting the full experience of being a student. So it felt like I was just like living there as a professional for four years, if that's kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you go there knowing that that was going to be the case or did was that something you realised once you got there? I thought I'd be able to just keep my like little weekend job 
Um, but it was quite tough. Like I had two jobs at one point trying to balance like being able to afford it. I'd finish at Topshop head office and I'd go work in a bar in the evening. It, it was quite intense. There's always something going on. Um, in terms of nights out, you've got like, if you want to go for like a dressy posh night, you've got those sorts of bars. If you want to go to Soho and go to all the gay bars and have the best fucking time ever, you can go there. Yeah, where you'll find me Thursday through to Monday. <laughs> it's a really fast paced way of life, which I love. I'm always trying to do 5,000 things at once. Um, I loved being in the in the hustle and bustle of everything. Um, and it just felt like home, which is really strange because... I'd obviously never lived there directly, but yeah, I loved it. Um, in terms of it being like a mini New York, I don't know. I've never been to America, but I'd love to go. Mm. Oh, I've been to New York. I don't know. New York's very different. Even just the way the city's laid out is very different. The people are very different. Um, I wouldn't really compare it to New York. No, I'd say it's very different in its own right, but uh, just as fast paced, just as exciting, you know, in that respect. Yes. There's just so much to do. So I loved it for that sense. And what else did you ask me within that question? Where to eat? For food, God, there's so many different different places. Yeah. Um, You're really good with that sort of thing, though, recommendations, having the, having the food know-how. Thank you. I think I'd have to do a whole bloody episode on it. It depends what sort of vibe you want. If you want something a bit more chilled with your mates, you want to go somewhere that's, like, um, a bit more of an independent rather than, like, a full, big-blown chain. Mm. Where was your favourite place? Kudu in Peckham is really, really nice. It's a little independent. It's the best Bloody Marys I've ever had. Somewhere like that is just, like, good vibes. There's a place in Islington that does amazing sushi called Hot Stone Sushi, and you can cook your own, um, well, whatever, meat, fish on hot stones. Um, but then, obviously, there's, like, bigger, more... Um, less independent chains sushi samba rocker there's so many i would also say if you're like going to london for the first time and you don't know where to eat or what to do go on this thing called time out time out london i used it all the time i don't know if, if a lot of people know about it but um you can just see basically what events are on at the weekend where there is to like pop-ups what there is to do um any new restaurant openings anything with offers on it's a really good way to see um, and explore something. Because obviously if you go to London and you don't know where to go, it can end up being really expensive if you go to the wrong sorts of places just for the sake of going. Yeah, timeout's brilliant. Lonely Planet's also really good as well. The Lonely Planet. I use it a lot when I like want to book a holiday, when I could book a holiday abroad. Uh, it's good to know information about the place you're going, little insider bits. You can specify your search for specific types of food or specific things to do but if you do it in london you can do it by borough by area and it's really good as well oh amazing that's really good what's the other one called the purple one design my night i don't know if that's still on there but that's quite a good one if you it's quite good if you want to find bars or fever's another good one you can find events at bars and places that's how i first found out about tonight josephine now it's quite big they've even got one they're about to open in birmingham if they haven't done already did we go um was it gloria oh blame gloria and comment garden blame gloria that was good as well that's really fun maybe i should do like a little um we could do a little post on instagram and put some of our fave maybe we'll do that if you guys are interested yeah that would be good yeah 
Okay, it's kind of nice. It leads on very nicely. What's the weirdest thing you like to eat? <laughs> I don't know what actually is weird that I eat. Um, I I remember when I was really skint in London and I had no money to do my food shop and my housemate walked into the kitchen and saw me eating my dinner, which was breadsticks and Marmite. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'd say that was quite weird. I mean, it, it wasn't my first choice. It was- no. <laughs> It was a means to an end. It was, yeah, all I could do right at that point. I eat pretty much everything, I think. Nothing weird. I love pickled onions. I love anything vinegary. That's probably a weird thing. I could probably eat pickled onions out of the jar. Could you? My mum's like that. I'm getting into them. Only the little ones, though. The big ones, not for me. Something you wish you'd done or started younger. This is quite an interesting one. Um, Other than saving money... (laughs) because I've only just started doing that in the last year. Um, I wish that I had stopped being so fucking hard on myself, to be honest. I, I really just wish that I'd given myself a bit of a break about my appearance, about my weight. A lot of, like, for years I really, really was hung up on things and created really bad habits. Um, and I wish that I'd realised sooner that your, your happiness inside matters so much more than what like worrying about what people think of you amen amen and i think in the last year definitely i've stopped caring as much what people think um i saw this quote once it was a it was said like people won't remember what you look like but they remember how you made them feel that's it yeah and it's it resonates so much because if you think like i don't know if you were ever in a shop and you needed help and the person was so helpful and you just left like beaming with a smile on your face because you know you just received amazing customer service i can't remember what that person looked like but i remember where i was what i was buying what i was doing and i remember leaving feeling like how amazing and it was down to that person but i couldn't have a clue couldn't you know couldn't tell you the hair color it's so true i'm like why am i so worried that people are gonna act different to me for looking a certain way or being fat thin like whatever makeup no makeup when yeah I was just I was always my my own worst critic I think that's a that's something that I wish that I'd stopped doing criticizing myself sooner um okay so this is a good one I like this one if you were a superhero what would be your superpower I don't I think you're gonna laugh at my answer I'd really like to, this is a bit of a humanitarian answer, but I'd love to be able to end poverty and homelessness. Oh, you'd be a massive goodie. You'd be a good, a good superhero. What's the point in being uh, invisible or something like, I would just find out things that would upset me or like I'd stalk ex-boyfriends and be like, oh shit, didn't I see that? (laughs) It would be self-destructive. Or like I could fly, but... You know, like birds flying, what sort of life do they have? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know how I could put those powers to good use. I think with that, at least I'd I'd be putting my powers to to helping people. That's really nice. Okay, so final question then. Bit of an open-ender, I guess. What is the most valuable lesson you've learnt from the last 12 months? Fuck, that's really hard. Let me quickly think Mm. of an answer to that. I mean, I think we touched on some of those things last week when we were talking about like where we're at and yeah. what we've kind of learned and took away from the last 12 months. But I guess if there's a really valuable lesson that you've learned. I think a 
thing that I've realised is how to react to things um, and to just kind of, instead of just going full force into a situation, just actually letting it digest and thinking about things and like, that's the only thing I can really think of other than what we spoke about last week. I think I've learnt resilience and strength to keep going because there's so many things that life just throws at you and you're just like, fucking hell, another thing. But life wouldn't throw this shit at you if it didn't think you could handle it. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a really nice place to end the Q&A for today. I feel like there's been such a varied range of questions. Um, I think we've answered them as best to the best of our abilities as possible um yeah thank you for all the questions it's been really interesting and we hope that you've learned something from them we'll probably do one of these again i imagine at some point we should do an r-rated one where we're having a few drinks how fun would that be oh defo yeah defo maybe we could do an instagram live or something take live questions that would be good yes this would be so fun so much for listening i hope you've enjoyed getting to know us a little bit better next week we're going to be talking about everything in the fashion industry and our experiences working in buying design merchandising and everything in between i'm going to pop a questions tab up on the instagram if you've got any questions you'd like to ask about the industry if there's any rumors you want us to cast a view on we will be there to dispel some of those thank you so much for tuning in guys and we'll see you next week the music on this podcast was done by Alex at Ronda Music. We'll put all of his details down in the show notes.